Hi, I'm Sébastien Barrio, and you are listening to Tuto, the podcast of Wisebird. Thank you for pressing the play button. Today, in this first episode, we are going to discuss the beauty and mystery of Kashmir. What is this fiber? Where does it come from? What are the challenges associated with Kashmir? I know, I know, I know. I ask myself a lot of questions. So, are you ready to start this journey across the globe to discover the softest and warmest fiber on Earth? Get your boots on, your best backpack. We are living now. Before that, let's rewind. Let's go back to the 80s. Having a cashmere jumper at that time was perceived as a true sign of luxury. It was a unique piece, hard to find and not highly affordable. And as my uncle Joe used to say, I still have my cashmere jumper. I bought it in the 80s. This product, I keep it for life. What about the products we buy today? Brands from fast fashion to luxury offer cashmere products at different price points. Do they still have a lifelong warranty, as Uncle Joe would say? To answer those questions, let's first understand more about the fiber itself. Kashmir is a natural protein fiber, like your hair for instance, and the fibers come from a goat, a particular one, the Capra Hyacus Laniger goat, excuse my Latin. It's a premium material. It's an extremely soft fiber because it has longer fibers, up to 140 mm. And they are really thin. Their diameters are less than 19 microns. That's what we call microfibers. This provides to Kashmir its unique softness. And what about warmth? Kashmir is warm because the fibers are so thin, remember the microfibers, that this network traps air and we know that air is the best insulation you can find. So that's why you're always warm in your cashmere jumper. So now you wonder where the cashmere fibers are coming from. So get a globe, a map, and locate Europe. Then go east through Europe, Turkey, Iran, and bam! Here you go. The biggest source of cashmere is here. Inner Mongolia, China, 60% of the world production. Outer Mongolia, 20% of the world production. By the way, Kashmir is an anglicized word for Kashmir with a K, which is a region between India and Pakistan. And Kashmir is where the original goat species, Capra Irkus Laniger goat, is from. Premium fiber are from Inner Mongolia, because they have long fibers and less peeling. But why is the best quality from Inner Mongolia? Well, the answer is in the environment. Inner Mongolia is a region where the temperature fluctuates from minus 40 degrees Celsius in winter to over 30 degrees Celsius in the summer. The Kashmir goats have adapted to this climate by developing a double fleece and their long, fine undercoat hair makes for the most premium yarn. Temperatures are not that extreme in other regions of the globe. And by consequence, goats in those regions have not grown fibers that are thin and long. Now let's be more practical, and let me ask you a question. Guess how many goats for one scarf? Hmm? One goat is about 150 grams of cashmere, so it's the equivalent of one scarf. Two goats are the equivalent of a woman jumper, 
Three goats, a man jumper. 24 goats for another coat. Cashmere is a rare and expensive material because there are only few hundred tons per year that are available on the market. There isn't an infinite number of goats. And as my uncle Joe said, Cashmere jumpers are everywhere. So how could it still be a qualitative product? Where is the paradox? As we said before, all mainstream brands have their cashmere jumper nowadays. And remember, there is only a finite number of goats. So what happened since demand is booming and offer is limited? Well, well, well. Basically, some herders crossbreed with other type of goats that don't live in such hard conditions or are not pure cashmere goats. So they can meet the demand that is growing. As a consequence, the origin and source of the cashmere we buy is becoming a hot topic in the industry. But let's spark this topic for the moment. We will come back to it later. Now that we identify the source of fibers, what are the next steps those fibers will go through before ending on my department store shelves? What is important to understand in the cashmere industry is that the cashmere fiber is so delicate that every step will degrade and damage the fiber. Everything starts with de-hairing, where we clip the hair with a comb, then different operations happen. Degreasing, where we remove all the dirt from the fibers, carding, where we align the fibers and remove also extra dirt, dyeing and finishing, that will provide color to the fibers, spinning to get yarns ready for knitting and weaving for supplier to make the cashmere product. In case of a scarf, in Scotland for instance, some suppliers use natural teasels to realign the raised fibers. It's very fluffy and very soft finishing. As you can see, it is critical to identify a supply chain with experts at every stage of production. Because if you don't manage the process well, the fibers will be more damaged and the durability and quality of the product will be impacted. One of the biggest challenge when you buy a cashmere product is peeling. Peeling is the result of loose fibers on the surface of a fabric due to rubbing. And this is something that brands test to ensure that their product meet the best level of quality. Brands have developed in cooperation with laboratories, some machines that simulate friction or abrasion or peeling in the common pressure points areas like underarms, elbows and side seams. They use machines and sample that rub against each other for several cycles or revolutions, and then they assess the final appearance. The brands set a number of cycles or revolutions as a requirement that cashmere fabric should meet to be approved for production. If you have some peeling on your product, I would recommend you to buy a practical tool that I bought for a few dollars or euros. It's a bubble peeling remover and that does the job. And your jumper will look like a brand new one. Now, let's go back to the point we parked while discussing with Uncle Joe, the problematic of the fiber origin and traceability. The main challenge is how to make this supply chain more transparent. In Mongolia, many herders have doubled their herds for money, leading to overgrazing in the region, which is leading to desertification. And also they crossbreed their goods, which degrades the quality of the fiber. To provide buyers with proof that the cashmere was produced using sustainable practices, and also the provenance from Mongolia, for instance, several technologies have been developed, such as blockchain or RFID. 
thanks to an app, now the cashmere bales are registered with a location tagging, and it's possible to track the journey of those bales, which is a massive step forward in order to bring more clarity and transparency in the cashmere supply chain. As you can see, cashmere is a beautiful and complex fiber, and there are still a lot of initiatives going on to bring more transparency to its supply chain. I hope you enjoyed this immersion in the world of cashmere. If you want to know more about the bird, follow us on our social media, LinkedIn, and on our website, wisebird.com. Thank you for listening to this tuto. I'm Sébastien Barrio. Bye for now. <laughs>